Oh, thank goodness the preseason is over. It is Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Clarence Hill joining us now from the uh, Fort Worth Star-Telegram. I know no one's more excited to have the preseason over with after that scintillating 34-14 loss to Jacksonville. Clarence, is there anything worse than the final game of, uh, of, uh, of NFL preseason? No, there's nothing worse. And, and especially for a team that, you know, as Stephen Jones said, they set their 40 best players. Okay, so you sit your 40 best players, and there are not many roster decisions. I know there's some seam heads who want to get into the 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 the, the 10th or 11th tackle, and the you know who are you going to keep as your sixth to seventh linebacker and your sixth <laughs> receiver, and Archer. all of that mumbo jumbo. But no, it, it was bad football. We knew it was going to be bad football, and. Yeah, we're ready to go. Everybody's ready to go for the regular season. The Cowboys' focus has been about Tampa. It was about keeping all their frontline stars healthy and out of harm's way so they can play against Tampa. The best thing the Cowboys did in the preseason, they didn't have any major injuries. Yeah, I think that was good, although they had some COVID, had some COVID protocol-type issues. <laughs> um, C.D. Lamb stepping away for uh, for a few days. Now, they got uh, Hooker and some of these guys back in. Um, what do you think about uh, C.D. had an incredible camp, as you've documented and talked about on this very show. Um, what do you think about him getting back up to speed, and, and, and what are you hearing about him? Because obviously they need to get him back and get him going again. Yeah, McCarthy said everybody should be back. When they resume practice on Thursday, everybody should be back. And I don't think there was any major concerns. And the best news is it happened when it happened. It happened, you know, the third week of preseason. The Cowboys played four, four preseason games. You know, the Colts had guys that, that got tapped out today, you know, and, and, you know, after preseason was over, and now you worry about, oh, they're going to be back for the season opener. But CD and all, all the guys who are out should be back and ready to go for the season opener. And we didn't need to see the last to see CD. Anyway, because he has been the most impressive performer in training camp. We know what he can do. Again, keep him out of harm's way. Keep him ready to go. Just a matter of how was his conditioning and all of those stuff, getting ready for the opener. And they should have enough time once they have enough time to get that going. He won the first team. When Dak Prescott takes snaps with the first team on Thursday in practice, CD and all the guys should be there. They should have enough time to get ready for Tampa Bay. Okay, and then we can worry about something else. We can uh, we can we can bide our time, kind of worrying and struggling about uh, Dak, what he's going to look like when he gets back out there. Talking to Clarence E. Hill, Star Telegram, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. All right, here's a here's an area of the team I'm kind of wondering about um, that the interior defensive line. This team's been known over the years to kind of just get by with people there. This year, this this new rookie, and they held him out of that game the other day, which may be a sign that um, I'll let you say no, his name. I'm still working on it. They didn't want to get him hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. But uh, Brent Urban, I mean. Let's not make it more than Brent. <laughs> I'm not trying. Although somebody compared Tristan Hill to Warren Sapp one time, I think it was one of those coaches. Yeah, the UCF, um, uh, you know, the guy used to be at Miami. 
told told me that uh, Tristan Hill had some Warren Sapp in him. My gosh, yeah. I, I will maybe someday we'll see Tristan Hill on the field. But I mean, when we're talking about, it looks like these linebackers are good. Safety's a little bit of a question mark for me and cornerback. But what about that interior defensive line? Do you think they can kind of hold the fort till they get Gallimore back in there? Yeah, and, and that's the great thing, and it's funny because, you know, we're, we're, everybody's so into the Cowboys, and they say Gallimore's great. Gallimore was a third-round pick from last year. He was never going to be Warren Sapp either. Let's, 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 can we be honest about this? <laughs> <laughs> he was never, never going to be Warren Sapp either. Okay? I don't even think that's his ceiling. You know, the, the, the funny thing is, and the interesting thing is, the Cowboys have not had a decent defensive tackle since, Jay Ratliff went after Jerry Jones. I mean, they got a good year out of, of, of Jason Hatcher, okay? No, and wait, gotta, hold on. And, Jer- and, and, my guy, Jeremy like Melton, or Henry Melton, okay? Because <laughs> I love Henry. He was not a pro Bowl even tackle. His best year was in Chicago in the rod, not in Dallas. His best, you know, he got here and got hurt. His best performances at defense tackle were in Chicago under rod, not in Dallas. I love yeah. Henry Melton, Longhorn, Grapevine, all of that. We, you know, I'm down with, with Henry and his whole family. Okay. Yeah. But well, you're going the, you're going back to like um, like Spears to and, and some of those three, guys. Yeah. You need an interior rusher. Okay. They call you know you needed a pass rushing presence from the tackle position. They haven't had that. They haven't had that type of talent there. A pass rusher inside pass rusher from tackle. That's when. When when that Tampa two and those four threes work, they have a Warren Sapp there. You know, you go back to the great Cowboy teams of the uh, of the seventies, eighties when they had great defensive tackle play. You know, you go back to Leroy Glover. They haven't had that type of tackle play. So I'm with you. I'm trying to say I'm with you. You yeah. need you do need interior tackle play. You know that that helps those linebackers run free. You know, you need somebody that's going. You know, going to hold up some people so those linebackers can be their best. You want Marcus Parsons to be his best? Have some big uglies in the middle of that defense holding some things up. Why do you think Ray Lewis was good? I mean, it helped him be good. You know, have those big guys up front. That's going to help Michael Parsons, uh, Leighton Van Der Esch, Jalen Smith, all those guys reach their full potential. You have some guys up front that are holding people up. Certainly, you like Osa Odigizua. I think I said his name right. I know you didn't want to try it. You still like third-round pick. Odigizua, that's it. Let's go with that. Uh, he's okay. going to fill in for Tristan Hill. But, you know, they're going to have to be in a rotation. Uh, you, you got, uh, you know, Brent Urban, the free agent, uh, signee, uh, not Calvin Watkins, but Carlos Watkins, another free agent mm-hmm. signee. They're going to be the nose tackle there in the middle of that defense. Uh, big Quentin Bohana. Uh, big 330-pound nose tackle. He's going to be in the middle. They're going to rotate all those guys, you know, uh, and, and try to hold the fort to, to the great Neville Gallimore comes back. And Neville Gallimore's <laughs> had a great offseason. He, he, he's had a great offseason, but he was the best of what they had. Yeah. But what are we measuring against? That's all I'm saying. What are we measuring against? He was the best of what they had at tackle, but but no one was putting him on any preseason uh, all-conference list or all-American list or even all-NFL list. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest we- about that. We are good at elevating these guys more than they should be, and we did the same thing with Malik Collins. And then I show I, he showed yeah. up in one of these most recent games, and boy, he looked like a house of fire. Oh, Malik, he just showing up in the middle of somebody's line. Down. Where? 
He plays for the Texans. Okay, okay. Uh, it is uh, it's, uh, it's the Matt Mosley Show. Uh, Clarence E. Hill joining us. Now let's get down to what's really important, what everybody obsesses with around here, and it's the backup quarterback situation. Now, Tuesday they got to do this cut, and everybody talks about, oh, this is awful. Oh, and, of course, this is the great storyline every year. We got we could keep 65 people. We got more talent than ever. Okay, great, Stephen. Good job. You've acquired a million great players. That's all awesome. But their backups keep getting beat by everybody else's backups in the preseason. I mean, they can't <laughs> win a preseason game because the backups suck. Yeah, but they're deep. They're deep. They saved 40 guys. They saved 40 guys from playing, okay? So they got the best top 40 maybe in the NFL. Now, will well, you – do you, do you think they'll actually, uh, Clarence, go looking around for a quarterback, or are they going to go with this slop that they have right now with either Garrett Gilbert or, or Cooper Rush? How do you think they'll handle this thing? I mean, the Cowboys are known to be hard-hit. And I, I, and, and, and I, I think that, you know, you know at least they want to go cheap. They, they are trying like the Dickens. They're beating their head against the wall. They're going to make something out of Cooper Rush and Garrett Gilbert as the backup quarterback and hope like hell that Dak Prescott stays healthy, which is what he did the first four years of his career. Of course, he didn't do that last year, and he couldn't get through four practice days by getting healthy this year. I mean, you would think they would learn from the, the mistakes of the uh, at least experiences of the last year, you know, and say that we probably need to get some insurance if we want to maximize the potential. It's not like you don't expect Dak to miss 11 games, but if he has to miss two or three games, Need someone that can hold a fort so you can still realize your dreams. You know, for a guy like Mike McCarthy, who's clearly on the hot seat, you know, I can't believe he wants to go into the season with Cooper Rush and Garrett Gilbert as backup quarterback. The question is, who do they go get? Who is out there? Can they afford to do that? Would you trade for a guy like Nick Foles and take his contract? Would you wait chance and wait for him to get cut and try to come? Wouldn't Nick Foles even come here after the way Jared Jones dissed him a couple of years ago? Yeah, that's a good point, but I I think he would. I think he would. But uh, and people say, well, what? How good did it do? How much did Dalton help him? Well, again, the point is, you don't bring these guys in thinking they'll be, you know, they'll play ten games. You bring them in thinking hopefully they could get you through two to three games or something. And boy, well, the no, verdicts out people, on that deal with these guys. And, and, and what people felt about us last year with Dalton, not only did was Dak out. But Dalton had to play with, with a horrible offensive line. You know, that, that you, you didn't have your two tackles. You were Correct. playing like 25 different offensive line units. So, you know, this was not the line that the Cowboys hope for Dalton or any quarterback to play behind. I agree. And, uh, but, boy, we still let's – all, let's all talk about if Terrence Steele or one of these other guys is going to make the that team as a, as a second swing tackle. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hey, real quick, I got to go here. We got to go, but um, Sark says today, Hudson Cards earned the right to be the starter versus these raging Cajuns. But somewhere in this game, Casey's going to get the opportunities as well. I thought Thompson was unbelievable in that bowl game. I mean, this kid came in and lit the world on fire. And yet Sark is going to go with Hudson Card. Are, are you kind of, uh, I trust in, Sark guy right now, or were you mildly surprised by the Longhorns deciding to go with Hudson Card as the starter? No, I'm not surprised. And I'm going to trust with Sark. I mean, I think both guys are going to play. I don't think the season is going to go smoothly where 
where, you know, one guy's just going to take the mantle and run with it. I think that, that, that Thompson will get his opportunity. A card is a higher-rated recruit. I'm sure he looks better in practice. He's a guy that he's big, tall, has a beautiful arm. That looks great in practice. You know, Casey's smaller. I think he's more of a gamer. You know, I don't think he was great in practice last, in the last couple of years, but he certainly the light suddenly turned on for him during games. Uh, and he'll get his opportunity because, you know what, it's, it's not about how things look when things are pretty. It's, it's what do you do when, for off-schedule stuff. And that's the thing that we don't know about Carr, the thing that we saw from Thompson last year in that bowl game. So I think Thompson will get his opportunity, but certainly uh, I'm sure Carr looked better in practice. All right. We will welcome the Longhorns to Waco, Texas on October 30th. Bring them, bring them on for what could be one of the final matchups between the Bears and the Longhorns. October 30th, baby, right there at McLean, hard by the Brazos River. Bring it on to town and bring that steer with you. Bring Big Bertha, bring the whole gang with you. We always worry about the cockroaches. We always worry about the cockroaches. <laughs> play, play that little song y'all play at the end of games. <laughs> no, I don't play those songs. I don't, I don't, it's before games. I don't, I don't sing that song anymore. Okay. All right. All right. You can join us in the good old Baylor line. I don't do the eyes of the South. <laughs> the Baylor line, from what I know, has a little better history. All right, so join yeah. us in that rendition. Well, but but not, 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 not the uh, founders of Baylor, though. We, we can talk about that, too. Okay, you're breaking up. Uh, there he goes, <laughs> Clarence E. Hill of the Star-Telegram. Thank you, Clarence. All right, man. There he goes, my good pal, over the years. Covers the Cowboys well for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. And that is it for the Matt Mosley Show. Really good job today. Aaron Sexton digging in as always. Tom Barfield standing by.